Hello, welcome to the Little Lessons Podcast. I'm your host, Megan Mitchell, and this is Episode 7, Part 2, Beautiful, Crazy, and Necessary. I'd love to share this story with you. So I've been taking a podcasting class so that I could learn how to actually produce a podcast. And, um, you know, I've had several lessons with, with the teacher and every time I was in a class with him, I would always suggest an interview for him, somebody that he should interview. And then in my last one, I, I said, Hey, you should um, interview my friend, Tony Ragsdale and her husband, the Reverend Ragsdale, whose first name, I don't know that I've ever known but that's fine. Jay, right? That's right. And I was telling my husband, I said, Hey, you know, I suggested to, uh, to my friend, I said he should interview Tony. I think it would be a really neat interview. And he looked at me and he said, why aren't you going to interview Tony? And I was like, I'm new at podcasting. It's a fledgling podcast that hasn't even been launched yet. Some people want to make sure that they're getting into something that's serious, you know, that maybe you have a following or, or whatnot. And so I told him all that. And he said, so the worst she could do is tell you no, but also (laughs) a few times that I've met Tony, I can't imagine that she would tell you no, like that just doesn't seem like the type of person she is. And I was like, and he was like, and by the way, why shouldn't you interview her? You know, he says, um, but he said, you're, you're just as entitled to interview her as anybody else. Just because your podcast isn't launched yet doesn't mean that you shouldn't be able to talk with her. I'm like, darn it. He's right. And so, you know, I thought, I thought it over for, for a few days, maybe even a few weeks. And I was like, you know what? I'm going to do it. I'm, I'm going to ask Tony. And I was like, I, I really don't know of anybody who loves God more than Tony Ragsdale does. And I was like, she, she's going to have something to say. So then I, <laughs> that's how I ended up reaching out to you. And awesome. I, I think that you and I, just from our, like kind of our pre-interview discussion we had last week that you and I have similar ideas and that God reaches out to us in unexpected small ways. And he um, wants the best for his children and he wants his children to know that he's here and he knows us and he wants to commune with us. So I appreciate that you said yes. (laughs) Yeah. You know, it took me a minute because I read it and I was like, oh, okay, (laughs) this is serious. And I was like, you know what? And then I say, okay, why not? That's about God. That's one of your favorite topics. Go go with it. (laughs) (laughs) Well, I appreciate you so much because it is a little daunting when you put yourself out there and it's a vulnerable position. And when you are a mom of six kids, who's been in mom land for 16 years, Mm. it's hard to step out and do something just so true. You know, that's something for me. You know, and, and that, that imposter syndrome, I think creeps in. It's so true because you go like, who am I really like, am I outside of this man and these children? It's not, it's not a bad thing, but you lose, Mm -hmm. even though you grow in such a strong and vibrant way, but you lose a part of you. How about this? You bury. I love that. you. You bury a part of you to navigate this new journey that God has placed upon you. And you want to do your best. And the sacrifice actually becomes us. It yeah. does. It mm-hmm. becomes you. So good for you. Oh, good thank for you. you. Yeah. I, I ended up seeing a quote that said, um, you were somebody before you were their mom. And that mm-hmm. person is important. I like that. And I was like, that's it. I'm leaning into it. I'm, You're like, I'm, that's so deep. That's it. it really is. It really <laughs> is. Deep. It is. 
Oh, well, you know, you said something in our conversation that we had over the phone and I, you may not even remember this. I kind of put it in an email, but you said something in passing that these moments that we have with God, these little times where he's speaking to us, you use the phrase impactful revelation. Could you go into, what do you mean by that? What, what does that phrase mean to you? Okay. Impactful revelation. Um, speaking of something that's impactful, if something is said or done that makes me think about the choice I've made or about to, I'm about to make and how it's going to affect people, it literally impacts me. And because like I said earlier, it matters to me what God thinks. And then the revelation for me is when that little light bulb comes on and go, ah, and it's um, also, it's like getting off yourself. This is so much bigger than you. So there's times when something happens and I have to wait and stop. And I'm like, okay, God, why is this, why is this not moving? Why are the, the Red Sea is not parting, um, parting? Why is I don't see the magnitude or the, the miracle right now? And then something small will come up and it's, then it's something that's so huge. And it's like the light bulb goes off in my head or comes on rather. Yeah. And it's like, God, it's like, okay, now I saw, it's so impactful. I call it an impactful revelation, like pause for a minute. And if you just wait, you'll see that God has something so much bigger for you than what you think it is. You'll see what you, what your plan is right now may be, you know, the size of a donut. But if you wait on God, you get the size of a cake instead of like you having two bites and it's yours, you can feed 10 people off of that. Yeah. And so it's those impactful revelations which means to me, like put the flesh under, you're getting too excited or you've been moved by your emotions. Stop for a minute and just trust God. Or people say it could be an old cliche, but what would Jesus do? Yeah. Basically, really, what would Jesus do? Right. And it's really about you. And if I feel like, and I truly believe if I'm doing something and someone else in my atmosphere is hurt by it, or on the other hand, if they look at my, if they're in my atmosphere and they smile by it yeah. and they go, yeah. okay, I get it. That's impactful mm -hmm. because those are things you want to be able to pass the baton on. I rather have somebody leave my presence and go, oh, that was a good, I enjoyed that. I had an aha moment mm -hmm. that made sense to me. And people run with that. They run it could change that. somebody's whole life. You can. Yeah, you really can. And so that's my impactful revelations for me. And I'm just like, and I get those on a regular basis because again, I have a lot of energy. When I see something, I jump. I don't look down. I leap. Yeah. And I go, oh, I didn't know that was 10 feet. <laughs> but you leap knowing that you're going to get caught. Yeah, exactly. You like, know, okay, you know guys, that <laughs> exactly that he's going to be there to, to catch you and yeah. to, um, to help you along the journey. You know, sometimes yeah. it's like, one tiny little step, you know, yeah, that we just don't see them. And, yeah. and sometimes we don't, we don't see the next step in our journey. And you right. just have to take that. You have to use that faith knowing that in that next step, I might, I'll get some more light to illuminate mm -hmm. my path. And sometimes it's this huge giant. I like, that. I like that. And, and I think that that's how I think that God works that way more often than he does with a big parting sea as, as yeah. beautiful as that story is of the parting of the red sea and all that moses had to do to get to that point as beautiful as that as that story is what were the little tiny morsels that were that were coming to the israelites that were coming to moses and his brother we don't necessarily hear about those right but those all build together that that next light of the you know on the path that next right. little bit, it all just works together and builds upon itself to become the, the big miracle the big, eventually. Exactly. 
you know, it it was um, powerful for me to finally understand that I've never really been somebody who's looking for the big miracle per se, but I also wasn't somebody who was really in tune to how God speaks to me. And then that's an an impactful revelation. I think seriously, like really it, it impacted you and it changed you. And then you actually begin to understand and now uh, you understood more. Now you understand how God works. So that's, to mm-hmm. me, that's like, that's an impactful revelation because Absolutely. it's benefiting your life and those around you. Absolutely. Um, so I, I, you know, I've explained to you the premise of this podcast and we've talked uh-huh. a little bit about it, that it's these little moments that our heavenly father is reaching out to us, letting us know that he's here in, in the LDS church. We tend to call them uh, tender mercies. You know, uh-huh. I've heard somebody else yeah. call them God winks, which I just loved. I thought it was <laughs> That's adorable. So cute. Isn't I it cute? It. I'll have to send you the story that she sent me with it. Cause okay. I just thought I was like, this is exactly it. Do you have one or two stories that you could share about times when heavenly father, God has shown up in your life in a way that was small and unexpected where you just said, you know what? I know that this message was meant for me. Something small. Oh, you know, I can actually... Well, one would be this podcast for sure. Because mm-hmm. I'm thinking about for you, it seemed like it was something small. But hearing how your your husband encouraged you and helped you to see that you have the same liberty and right to do the same thing and not looking at the title and the experience. So it's a podcast and it seems like it's something small, but I know the impact for your life and your journey is going to be something so great. And so I'm, I was excited for that. But I go back to something that could be small and it ended up being grand. I can't even go inside of, let me go to fill the pot ministry, COVID, when it first hit the heart of COVID. I say I love people because I, I really do. COVID hit the world and we all just like fell apart basically. And self-preservation kicked in for ourselves and our family. Uh, my husband decided that they did the big curfew. They shut down everything in the city or the states mm-hmm. by, you know, the end of March, end of April, everything was shut down. And my husband decided that we were going to keep the doors of Philippot Ministry open. And I was like, whoa, there's a pandemic out here. Do you know, in the month of March, there's like over 50,000 people. That's You know, my mind just started going like crazy. And so he got up the next morning. I said, are you going to, this is Sunday morning. I said, are you going to the building? Because we have no one. Everyone's, it's a curfew, everything's shut down. Anyway, he says, I'm still going to go because people are hungry during COVID. I was like, oh, okay. And so um, I said I was going to go, but I ended up going down with him. We come out looking like astronauts. <laughs> we didn't know what to expect. Who did? And, right, and we closed the doors and we were making peanut butter jelly sandwich, all kind of tuna sandwich and trying to feed. At that day, because people had eaten for, eaten for two and three days because oh, everything was shut down. It was closed. And we, we fed over 800 people. We didn't leave there to... He'll tell you to 4 p.m. that day. Oh my gosh. The, the line was so long, it was crazy. But the, the thing that was seemed to be so small that grew big was that, and I'm not even kidding, and it was just a me stepping into a moment. And again, like I said, when I see something, I just jump sometime and don't look mm-hmm. down. This yeah, is one of yeah. those things that happened. There was a lady, I don't know if she was number 100 or 200, <laughs> but she stood in the door. And we had this plex, we had this cart with plexiglass on it. And we sure. cut a hole in it. We sliding food through it. And so this lady at the door and I'm going, you want some drink with that? And I go ahead and hand it to her. And her face just seemed like it was flushed with red and sadness. 
I mean, it's like someone blanket sadness over her. And I said, hey, it's going to be okay. And she stood there and tears just start pouring down. And I said, you'll be okay. She's like, and she just said, I don't know. I don't know. And I'm not kidding. I moved the cart back. And before I knew it, I run and I jump and give this lady a hug. Wow. And holding her. And I'm like, you know, God loves you. He sees you. I'm asking to put a hedge of protection on you, not to start praying. And then when I got done, when I completed my prayer, the spirit was instantly gone with the flesh hit and said, there's COVID out here. You're hugging this lady. You don't even know her. And so I stepped back and I looked at my husband and I said, oh my gosh. And he said, he said, it's okay. And I said, it's not okay. So then I run and I'm like, lights on myself now. <laughs> <laughs> and I was like, lights What's a blessed thing? <laughs> and I was just like, I'm like, okay, God. Okay, God. I'm like, God, you ordain this. You maintain this. I said, cleanse my body, the blood of Jesus, cover me. I'm like, <laughs> so, um, but it's, it scared me. That small hug, she came back the next Sunday mm-hmm. and she didn't have any money to buy a card, but on a back of a, I want to say it could be like a shoe, bu- shoe box or something. It was some kind of cardboard shoe box. Yeah. She wrote in a marker that, thank you for the hug. You saved my life. And she's like, I was planning on just walking off and I have it somewhere. I was planning on walking and not coming back to this world again. I was asking God to take me away and let me go to sleep. And then she said, and then she said, you are truly an angel and I love you. And thank you for hugging me and holding me. And she said something like, and no one else would have ever done that for me. And she said, even when COVID, it was like a writing with its mark, but she said something like when COVID, even out, even if not COVID here, something she's saying, no one would hug me. Hmm. I'm not kidding. So that small thing was so impactful to someone. And she still comes in every once in a while. And she's like, hi, hey. And I'm her friend. <laughs> of course. <laughs> I'm of her course. friend. And I'm still here. Nothing yeah. has happened. But it was small. Yeah. A hug. Yeah. And then fear set in. And God covered me. Yeah. And this yeah. lady lives today. And she smiled. And she wrote a thank you note to me on the back of a cardboard box kind of stuff yeah. in her best handwriting and a little shaky writing and it was just beautiful so to me that's small but huge then my husband says don't do that again <laughs> I said I know okay I won't I said I, I promise, know, I I'm promise. Try not to. <laughs> I said okay he's um, like okay I'm like okay I got it <laughs> that was that change that was that was and then I started thinking like God we you know we we're missing this and I know we can't touch each other, but there's something magical in a touch. There's healing in your touch. There's deliverance. Yeah. There's understanding. There's power in us touching each other. And it was so beautiful, crazy, necessary, mm-hmm. and important. And God still wrapped his arms around the both of us and make sure that we're okay. And and it obviously clearly changed the trajectory of her life completely yeah. because that small act on your part, that small act of faith, you know, you didn't, you didn't know where your next next step was going to, was going to no, lead, you know, no. <laughs> and uh, that was that, that was that 10 foot leap, right? You know, it was um, a leap. I'm not kidding. <laughs> I bet. Yeah. And, and it clearly completely changed her life uh-huh. to the point that she's still with us today. And yeah, she is. that's, that's really a, a huge, um, it's an inspiring story. 
because we did lose so much of that with COVID was just losing that, that connection. And for people who are, especially in those, the homeless community, those marginalized communities who don't have a family to go home to, I, I don't feel like I ever really lost that connection because I've got a house full of, you know, loud (laughs) and (laughs) energy, you know, exactly. Yeah. But it's so important to remember that there are people who are without that, who yeah. really have, they, they did lose so much and yeah. you could be that change for one person. So, oh. so important. It really is important. Yeah. yeah. That's an, that's an incredible story. Well, Tony, I'm going to go ahead and wrap this up and I'm glad we started the second zoom meeting because I needed to hear those stories. I needed to hear your good, thoughts on that. Good, good, good. It, it means so much to me. And I, just really appreciate you taking the time to talk with me tonight. I, I honestly, I wasn't kidding when I I texted you the other day and just said that I always feel so much better having partaken of your positivity and your light and your, your love of God. I'm not even kidding. I'm not being hyperbolic when I say that I don't know (laughs) anybody who loves God more than you. And it's, it's just inspiring. I, I love it. Thank you for that. I do. I'm serious. I, um, I just look at my life and where I come from and also where I could be. And I'm so indebted to God. I feel like that he would love me so much to take his time and wait on me to decide mm-hmm. <laughs> to have an impactful revelation that I was ready for the change. And to me, it's like, there's no turning back. I'm not kidding. I'm not kidding, Meg. I'm just like, oh no. You're I'm all in. Like, yeah, I'm all in. Cause I knew me when I wasn't. Mm-hmm. And it wasn't like oh, I was tearing the world up and doing bad stuff, but the mind, the heart, the heaviness. And I know me who I am today in God. And I'd rather have me in God than me out of God. Thank you so much for listening to my two episodes with Tony Ragsdale. I hope you enjoyed her stories and enjoyed listening to her obvious love of our Heavenly Father. If you are interested in volunteering or helping with the Fill the Pot ministry, all of that information can be found in the show notes of both of these episodes. And if you're enjoying this podcast, please um, share the episodes either on social media or with friends and family. It helps me out a lot. And if you felt so inclined to leave a review, I would appreciate it so much. And with that, I invite you to look for the little lessons in your life.